I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes, we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, fairy tale friends. Welcome to another mini tale from Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. We are the aforementioned Tara and Ryan. I'm, of course, Ryan. <laughs> Hello, listeners. It could be their first one, jumping in. <laughs> um, we are doing, today we are doing 2020's Mulan live action remake. Uh, we watched it. Now, we usually watch it and immediately record. We ended up watching it last night. We're recording today, so we're going to do our best to remember what we saw. Mm-hmm. But I will start off by saying I expected to go into this thing not liking it, and a lot of that has to do with the production um, controversies that happened. Mm-hmm. And I I think I might have liked it better than you. I think you did. I, I enjoyed it. I don't want to say I didn't enjoy it. I think it's definitely worth a watch, especially... Um, if you enjoy the story of Mulan, this, I don't know, because I don't know the original tale of right. Mulan, but this may get closer to the original tale. I'm not I sure. Mean, I, I think it's a folklore mythology, so like the tellings could change. Yeah, it's between. another it's another version, but what I liked is the story is drastically different in many different... Yes. Uh, drastically different in many different... I'm saying different a lot, but uh, it... <laughs> Do you want a, a jar, and every time you say different, we'll put a penny in the jar? I think there's a, probably other words I say more, oh, but okay, yeah, okay. maybe. Uh, but the story is different enough that it kept my attention... <laughs> money in the jar. Uh, it kept my attention in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, there were... I was jotting down the differences in the story for my notes for this podcast, mm-hmm. but if I wasn't, I was immersed in the story i was immersed in the world uh and we talk all the time with these live actions how we either wish they would do something completely different or stick i did it again (laughs) oh no it's the curse it's a curse but yeah i think you know we're we're always seeking for them to change the story or keep it you know follow the beats with live action and so they did what we asked them to do and i think for the most part yeah, uh, I, they they did well. I, I I thought a lot of the things they changed were interesting and were like good changes. One of the big things they did is they they I and I can't remember the character's original name. And you asked me to before we started this to bring up the character names, but they split. I believe Lee Shang was the love interest in the original one, and in this one they separated into two characters: Commander Tung and Chin. Hong Hui. I'm gonna. We are gonna do our best. I think Hong Hui sounds sounds correct. Close. Uh, but I will say, yeah, she has the romantic connection with Chin Hong Hui. Yeah, somebody who's on her level, a, a fellow soldier in the army, and then Commander Tung is a different character who kind of recognizes her prowess, recognizes her chi, yes, and is wondering why she's hiding it. And we'll kind of go into that because they focus a lot on. 
what chi means and one of the big things in the world is if you're a man with strong chi, you're a naturally gifted warrior. If you're a woman with a strong chi, it is you're a witch. You're meant to keep it down. You're meant like, to keep yeah. it down because you're not, you're a woman. That's not your role. That's not how you serve the family. I'm interested to find out how much of the chi, chi play, they talk about chi a lot. Basically, yeah. every time they had a chi scene, I would relate it to the uh I have all of similar, them. I have similar, all of them all written my down. Star Wars yes. references. So we'll, we'll get to um, them. Because they, they use it a lot in this, like the force. It's not just like yes. chi. Because I believe the idea of chi is something that that is you know in martial arts in in uh, you know chinese culture um however i'm not sure if they're using it like i don't know if they're using it one-to-one transition here Mm. like it's not like because in here it's basically like you have a lot of chi and then she can like kick arrows that are coming at her back at her opponents and stuff i took it as i took it as like this inner they describe specifically what it is and i think i have it in my notes but but i'm saying is that culturally yes that i don't know like like similar to how they would how they would you know view it culturally or is it basically they said well what's this word okay well we want them to have the force but we can't say the yeah it felt like an inner power and an inner focus that that not everybody listens to. Right. And some people are more attuned to it than others. So uh, one big difference is she has a sister in this one who plays a somewhat significant role when she's becoming a matchmaker. Kind then she of. kind of disappears. Well, I I mean, it, it replaces Cricket. Like the yeah. spider, there is a spider oh, during the matchmaking right. scene, but her sister is deathly afraid of spiders. So she's doing it. To protect her sister. I don't mm-hmm. think she would have cared that the spider was crawling across the table if the sister wasn't sitting there next to her. And she covers it with the teapot. Um, we're jumping ahead a bit here. But she covers it with the teapot and the matchmaker, you know, is very upset that she moved the teapot. And when she moves it back to where it goes, the sister freaks out. Everything goes all crazy. She catches the tea set, which like is that. Spider-Man. That's in, her. Yeah. And again, that in the story is her focusing on her chi and then I think she's also like panicked that she should have hidden it. You know, she doesn't quite get it. And in the animated version, she's very clumsy. Yes. She's not really clumsy here. This is the only moment of that. So to me, this moment is more of she lost the focus of her chi than it is her being clumsy. Which I will say is is some of what made her character in this less endearing to me is that she was like... It, it was less of like, despite everything, she's going to be a warrior. She's going to fight for her family and bring honor to her family. This is, she's clearly the best warrior in China. And everyone's like, oh, you're a woman. And they're just holding her back because of it. Well, right? I guess when she's younger and she's trying to put the ki- the chicken back in yeah. the pen, you know, she's, she's, she's a little clumsy the Rocky, there. The Rocky training. Yes, she's a little clumsy you there. You gotta catch a chicken, Rock. Okay, sorry. Mulan, put the chicken. No, just kidding. (laughs) She's a little clumsy there because she's young. Like, she starts out younger than she does in the animated version. But she's not clumsy there. She's not really paying attention to everybody. Yes. Yes. Like, she's not, like, you know, she's breaking stuff as she goes. But she's very agile. And it's more like the, it's, again, it's her versus the world. Whereas I feel like what made her, what we talked about in the other one that made her so endearing was... She slept in. Oh, I have to do this. Like, she just felt like a normal person. Like, she didn't feel like she was a great warrior because she had, like, the heart and the brains and, like, and all this stuff. And then yeah. this one, it was, 
it was like everyone saw that she was clearly had these mystical abilities and was like, no, women, you know, and I, that was the one part I didn't like. Yeah. Mulan is my least favorite character. In I this. would agree with that. And I feel bad saying that because we talked about, you know, we don't know this actress from anything else. So I don't want to say it was the actress's performance. It could have been just how the character of Mulan was written. But right. I do think it was a little bit of both. I, I will say... I, I think it might be there. I can't remember exactly what, but I was thinking about that because you and I said that while we were watching it. Um, there was a couple scenes where I was like, the like the writing seems okay. The direction seems... Like, I don't think this is something that was directed, but her actual performance, I was like, oh, she's kind of boring. But also she's up against some really strong... Extremely strong actors and, and actresses. I know we said we were going to go into the story, but I do just <laughs> want to gush on the villain. Both of the villains are fantastic bori khan yes and that's jason scott Lee. he was that... amazing yes he was very very who good. you might remember from the uh 90s uh jungle book that we we, we did a while which back. is shocking that yes uh also and... the voice he'll we'll talk about him next week uh as he is the voice of the boyfriend in lie Lu. Lilo. 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 Lilo and, and Stitch. Stitch. You'll get it. Uh, and then the witch, the woman, is the other villain. And her uh, name. She's a shadow <laughs> shadow warrior, is how they describe her. As her well. name is X I A N N I A N G. Jing Jing I And I think my best. they referred to her name maybe once or twice, but for the most part, she's referred to as the witch. Yes. By a lot of individuals because they see her fight and they see that she's a woman. And so that's what they go to. But the costumes for her were really magnificent. Cool. Her performance was really, really good. His performance was very good as well. I, I thought he was probably my favorite part in this, or very a very good villain performance. Because, I, you know, we were just saying earlier, I miss, like, strong, or we're going to say it in our Encanto episode, that I miss, I like, strong You're seeing villains. into the future. I know. And um, the timeline. And then uh, he... Uh, is just like full on bad guy, and I think he does a really good job as full on bad guy. Yeah. I think there's a couple things they talk about that that felt like in the story they were trying to make you feel for him a little, and I was like, I don't, I don't care, because like they talk about he wants to kill the emperor because the emperor in the last war killed his father. His father, yeah. And I'm like, and they'd say that like once or twice. He wants I'm revenge, like, sure, essentially. But he, yeah. it, it never feels because the witch. They do some stuff to make her relatable do we want to just talk about her story i think so because she's such a big part now she has i think a good arc as well well it's an arc that kind of goes with mulan it so, me- so well first of all she's the hawk yes so she's the falcon as yes. well yeah and her journey mirrors mulan's but instead of taking the i don't know if the righteous path is the right description she takes she she doesn't find there's no place for women with right. her kind of power in their society. And so she decides, well, this is the only way that I can use my power and get ahead and starts working with him. Well, it's interesting to think about. So let me back up a little bit. And I, I, the theory just appeared in my head and you're mm-hmm. about to hear it in real time. Because one of the big things they push is the idea of being loyal, brave and true. Are those the three? I think so. I think it's loyal, brave and true. And it's etched on her father's the sword. The virtues. The three virtues. It's the virtues that the soldiers take. They take an yes. oath. And then it's also, yeah, I think yeah, as so you get she, the warrior sword. And her big thing they keep pushing and like kind of you see as the audience is she is extremely loyal. 
She's extremely brave, but she's not being true. Because she's lying about who, who she, she is. is. But the witch, on the other hand, is not loyal or brave. I mean, I guess she could be brave, but she's she's true. 100% true. And I think that's, mm. that's she teaches Mulan the third, the third part. Or yeah. like she says, like, you'll never be strong if you're not who you are. Yeah. And then she threatens to kill her and says, do you really want to die as someone you're not yeah um which i think is a really important line as well but that's the whole thing is is uh boris it's not boris khan bori khan bori khan keeps like saying like i it's essentially he's not in charge of the witch but like kind of manipulating her and using her Well, the way he describes her she overhears him at one point she's like oh so i'm your slave like I'm doing your bidding, yeah. essentially. And I, but I think it's it. It's not like he has something over her. It's just she's like, I have nowhere else to go. You're the only one who will let me do this. Well, and his people are following him, not yes. her. Yeah, yeah. But he's claiming to him. He's like, I have her under control, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah. I think she just doesn't like re- rebel against that because she's angry at China at the the culture. And I think she sees she's still getting what she wants, yes. which is power and being able to kind of make decisions prove. and and prove that she's worthy. Right. Um but they're like both of them are are extremely interesting and that's that's the thing spoiler alert at the end like once Mulan stops pretending not to be Mulan, she like kind of like powers up. She doesn't power up, but like yeah. she she very much is like free to be her be- the best version of herself. And uh it, it, you know, that's it's also the part where she stops wearing such tight clothing and when she's fighting, her hair's going and she's yeah. got like flowy robes. It's a very visually, visually beautiful movie. Yeah, and I really liked that part a lot. I think I wrote it in my notes. I liked that part when she comes back to the soldiers because in the animated version she's injured and when she's injured they go to heal her and that's when they realize that she's a woman in this her binding is what saves her yeah she keeps wearing her, chest her being mulan is what saves her because she had this chest binding if she was a yeah. man she would have died there and then she lets her hair down she like rides back in on her horse it's awesome yeah but the reason <laughs> i like that is because it's on her terms she gets yeah. to she gets to tell them on her terms and she very clearly is like like here i am this is who i am i understand that like i've brought shame and and you know, dishonored in my family, but you guys need to listen. Like there's a more important, like there's something more important going on here, you know? And I also like, there's a line that, uh, her love interest says, and that was Mulan's line in the animated version, which is you'd believe. You, you'd believe, uh, in the, in the animated, it's ping. Yeah. This one, it's Hua Jun. Yes, I believe so. You'd believe Hua Jun. Why don't you believe Mulan? Hua Mulan, yeah. Hua Mulan. And in this one, he says it instead of her saying it. And I like that. I like that he stands up for her because the moment he stands up for her, then all the other soldiers stand up for her. Well, she gets to have, like, a support group that way because in the other movie, and she kind of did in the other one, but the, you know, her three friends are kind of dimwits in that one. Yeah. Not that they're, you know, much smarter. Some of them are kind of dum-dums in this one, but they're they're fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I also liked the whole idea of the binding because it's something as you're watching the movie that, of course, you're like, oh, of course... You know, this is this is a thing that would be what she used. It's what people who I think are trying to present as more masculine, even used to this day, I've heard about people using 
chest binding. Not necessarily, you know, cured leather and yeah. whatever, but there's that's something I, I know that some people use to present as more more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um but I so you watch it happen, you see it and you know, think about it, and then when like a Chinese star gets thrown at And the, it's while she's fighting with the, the witch. witch. She, she it, that thing happens. It's kind of I you know, you see it in other movies where it's like I always put my Bible in my coat pocket or like yeah. I have a sheriff's star and it's, it's of course that's what's going to be that saves them, right? Yeah. But, I, but this, I, I didn't quite see it coming. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Let, uh, can we jump into a little bit about the relationship with her and the boyfriend character, Chin? Sure. Because I think one thing people going into this were worried about was like, are we losing the like uh ho- the, the 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 homoerotic um relationship between them when 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 they they she, she's pretending to be a man mm-hmm. i'm going to refer to this character as boyfriend i'm sorry i have a hard time with his name so when mulan and boyfriend like the, that kind of thing between them did you feel it was weird to me cuz it felt like there wasn't I a ton of romance between them at all. It didn't feel like they were very romantic at all. It was more of he was trying to be her friend and she was being standoffish. Is yeah. how I read it, and that that it's that's kind of how a I got it. Yeah, that I we kind lost of that. yeah. It is a bummer that we lost it because there didn't seem to be any real connection. It seemed like he tried to make a connection and she was just so protective and closed off because of her secret. But she doesn't even end up with him at the end, now that I think about it, does she? I don't remember if they kiss or not, but he sees her off, and then she goes back home, but yeah. he doesn't show up at home. Well, no, they do when the he's part of the Imperial Guard, Oh, that's right, right. yeah. I, I well, mean, I don't know if he is but, or not. But I, I, am, I am glad that they weren't like, and now he's totally in love, because that feels to me like it would be the erasure of the... Gay yeah. undertones. Well, and they and, didn't and have a like, super romantic connection. Yeah. I I like that he like respected her. I th- I don't know. I don't remember. But maybe that's part of what I'm saying is like yeah. it's not really it's there. not clear. There's a scene where he says, "I wish I could speak to girls just like I would speak to you." And she's like, "Why don't you?" You know, she. There's a lot of her being like, "Why don't you do it?" Or they ask her like, "What kind of woman do you want?" And that happens in the animated version Does it? too. Yeah. yeah. Now uh, I want to rank real quick. I think of this: how much we like these movies. It basically goes. Way at the top is Tara enjoying the animated movie, and then it's like me enjoying the animated movie, and then it's me enjoying this movie, and then I think Tara enjoying. Yeah, but this I still movie. enjoyed it. But yeah. Yes. Uh, one but of the no, there is no. Oh, I love the way animated at the top version, of the, the mountain is Tara watching Mulan. I know. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, another big difference is when they're training. There is a lot. It's more than just a training montage. We get to see kind of the inner workings of them training, of them getting um, familiar with their weapons and with each other. Cricket is a person instead of an actual cricket. And he's lucky because he was born under an auspicious moon. So his mom's always called him lucky. And so I liked that. He's my favorite of her little buddies. Mine too. And I I liked that change. He, he, because he, he shoots. He gets good at shooting arrows, but well, how he got good was he closed his eyes, and that's how he first didn't hit think. his target. So then when he's in the thing, he does a couple, like, chi, we'll call them chi moves, mm-hmm. where he's, like, grabbing an arrow and, like, turn around, like, what? So, like, to me, that says to me, okay, crazy kung fu moves are, like, in this world. It's not just, like, you know, Mulan. I think and it's, like, like honing your craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this world. Uh, but... 
there's some, I was going the other ones somewhere. Are pretty much, oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I was going somewhere and then I got sidetracked with cricket. Now I'm trying to remember. Oh, the other difference. <laughs> Money in that. Now I'm going to notice it a lot. Uh, is instead of climbing the pole with those metals. Yes. Like, it's a summit. And it's like a very, very steep, high summit, lots of steps. And they have to carry water, one in both arm and both hands, and get all the way up to the top of the summit. And so Mulan is the first to do that. Right. Uh, but it's over a period of time. And we do spend, I think, more time training mm-hmm. in this film. I the only thing about that's a bummer about that is the whole metal thing was like I'm you know I don't need to be stronger than everybody else I can yeah um, I figured it out it was mentally as well whereas this one was just like she's like I'm just gonna do it well she She was also like more focused I think that went into the chi of being like more focused on but I I I'm more of a fan that's why I like you remember Captain America where when he's puny yeah and they're like whoever can get me that yeah that flag can ride home with age mm-hmm. with a uh, captain carter and he like goes over and just like pulls the thing like everyone else is trying to climb he's like dude dude it falls down he just kind of politely gets in the car yeah you like being able to outsmart yeah i like like hey dummies like you don't have to do it this way i don't mm-hmm. know and i thought that's what again why i like animated Mulan yeah. better than this uh there were some instrumental cues that they put in yes. the songs because there is no music there's no singing in this yeah, yeah, one yeah. Uh, but except for Christina Aguilera at, at the, the end. end, yeah. But there is an instrumental cue when she is getting made up to meet the matchmaker. Uh, the "Bring Honor to Us All" that song yeah. is playing an instrumental version. Uh, we heard reflection a couple different times, just some of the melody line, not like in its entirety, but within the score. Was "Make a Man Out of You" in there? I kept listening for, but I, I don't find. think so. I think it's because that one doesn't sound very. Um, like Chinese cultural music. Yeah. Which is sad because I love that song. <laughs> yeah. The one thing you didn't care for uh, was when <laughs> the, because fo- I'm looking through my notes Are you about now. The Phoenix? No, okay, but we'll I guess, yeah, we can get, do you want to talk about that first? No, let's talk about, I'm uh, curious what you're going to say. Her father. So after she, after she kind yeah. of ruins everything, the matchmaker comes out and I guess the matchmaker, matchmaker announces to the village whether a woman has passed the test or not. And so she comes out to say that she's brought dishonor and shame to her family. They did not raise a good woman. Uh, and so she, and then that's when they come in and they ask for one man from yeah. every family to come and fight. So that's similar to the story, the original. And then she goes home. They talk about it. And when she goes to say something to her father about how it's not fair that he, he has to fight again. And you didn't care for him yelling at her. But they kind of resolve it in the next scene. They do. But that's, I mean, every, every, uh, one of the things I really liked about it in the thing is like, she really cared for her dad. And her dad I don't think her dad. Her dad didn't seem to stifle her because she in was a woman. Version. It was because the law was oh, if a woman goes, she will be like they're worried she will be killed. Yeah. And this one, it felt like he was kind of like you screwed up. You know, I I don't I just didn't like it. I loved her dad. Other than that, mm-hmm. I loved his voice. He's kind of the 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 book ending narrator. Yeah, and I did like that when he's preparing in the animated version, she just observes and she doesn't interact with him. But in this one, she does interact and. She sits there with him as he's sharpening his sword. Mm-hmm. And so I did like that moment. Uh, 
But yeah, I agree with you. Let's talk about the Phoenix real quick. Yeah, go ahead with the Phoenix. So there's no Mushu in this one, which I will, I'll be honest, did not miss Mushu. Yeah. In this version. Yeah, I think it would have been weird. I, I don't think it would have fit with what they Absolutely. were going for. I mean, even if they had some I sort can of understand dragon. why people were kind of surprised or didn't get it at first. But when you watch this film, it feels like a kung fu movie. It feels yeah. like that's like a fan, but a, a fantasy. Yeah, there's definitely fantasy, fantasy elements. elements. Like, um, again, the, the, the witch... Phoenix. Her fight scenes are amazing. Oh, have a they're lot so of, like, good. Her costumes are great. And her like, costumes are very Game of Thrones. And even the Emperor, when they like shoot at him with with arrows, and he's like, he can like grab arrows out of the. That's thing. the other thing I wrote in my notes. I like that the Emperor fights in the yeah. animated version. He's like being protected, but he doesn't like fight for his people. In this version, he actually goes and says, "You know, I should be fighting as well." Well, like, they, he makes a point of it. Bori Khan uh, says. I'll leave you alone if you if you duel me. And it ends up being an ambush, but like the fact that the Emperor is like, okay, if this is what I have to do to save my people, this is what I'll do. Yeah, I like Although that. I will say I felt like I never saw any people in the Forbidden City. I just saw soldiers. I would agree with that. So we didn't yeah. really get a sense that he was safe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe in and then in the the scene at the end, which we'll get to a little bit. So the 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 house sigil is a phoenix. So there he talks about the phoenix following her. And then like the first time we see it, she's kind of lost on the way to yeah, she's down to her last apple. She's not made it to the training ground where all the soldiers are training. And the phoenix kind of appears and shows her where to go. So it shows up every once in a while. It's, it's a cool look because I and like how... And it shows up when she's doubting herself or when yeah. she's kind of made a connection about something. I would say 50% of its of the shots of the phoenix, I go, great, awesome. Maybe yeah. a little more, maybe maybe 60. Um, and it's a cool look. It's got these long, like, kite tails. It looks like a... Uh, uh, a, a Chinese kite. Yeah, and very vibrant colors. And But every once in a while, something will happen and it'll just go, and fly by. Or like, when she's in the final battle with Boricon, it shows up and I'm like, do something, man. Like, drop some rocks on the bad guy's head. Like, yeah. do something. Like, like especially since the, the they're showing the bad guy with a falcon that attacks people, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with it. I think they could have done with one or two scenes without it i did like the one at the end where she looks into the sword and it's her reflection and the phoenixes that was a cool yeah. shot yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. i think yeah i think you it could have been edited or they could have changed where the phoenix appears it it, it felt it felt kind of uh it, it made me go why isn't the phoenix like when the phoenix was helping i was like great when the phoenix was there just for visual stuff, I was like, why isn't this phoenix helping? It's clearly intelligent. Like, yeah. Anyway. I do have the note about the chi. They describe it as all are born with it. Only some will fully and truly connect with it. And that mm-hmm. was your, the force. That's the force. Yes. Uh, so that was one example it there. Us, connects us. Are we going to go through all my, my stupid stuff? That was references? one of them. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> like scanning my notes. I mentioned reflection was playing. It specifically plays when she's climbing the summit. So that's, mm-hmm. and I think I heard it somewhere else too. Uh, when she's practicing, it's before the summit and probably into the summit part, because when she's practicing, she's doing like Tai Chi by the thing. It's showing it like, the screen is half cut mm. with the with the pool reflection. Yeah. I wrote that I liked that she didn't disguise her voice at all. Uh, it, she, she might have a little bit, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like, as, hey, guys. Yeah, 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 and I know they were doing that for comedy in the animated version, but 
I kind of like that the, that wasn't in there. The one time is when the army charges against Borikons and she goes, ah, and she yells first, it's higher. But yeah. I'm, and I, that's the only time I started thinking about it. And my thought was, oh, I, I like yeah. the idea of like you're about to charge in battle and the person next to you screams like a girl and you're like, oh, <laughs> like what was that? So, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Um, I wrote here about those guys who flipped around on the horses. Oh yeah, that was so cool. You want more horse stunts? Yeah, they he, were uh, they were henchmen of the villain, but they were very cool. He like turns around, jumps it's off more the than horse. One of them, I think. There's does like a, a, at does least a, two of them? Does it like three sixty onto the horse? It's, Flip. It's, it's really, really cool. cool. A lot of the the battle was very cool yeah. and how it how it was done. Um, also, I loved, this is a big spoiler, but in the animated version, how she causes the avalanche is with the last firework. Mm. But in this version, again, it's using her smarts. So this is focusing on her smarts here, whereas you said in the summit, it was more focused on her strength. Here, yeah. it was her yeah, 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 yeah. cleverness. And she, this is one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, she really rides cool. up. You see her look at the avalanche. She rides up. She gathers all these helmets. And I didn't really put together why she was picking up helmets at first i thought she's picking up a helmet to wear but at this point her hair is down and yeah she's or she's gonna that. like throw them at somebody yeah and so she takes those and she goes and she finds a hiding spot and she and they're doing a catapult with like flaming boulders mm, technically that's a trebuchet because of the counterweight oh. system okay uh, the catapult is used with a spring-loaded um okay. why thank you <laughs> kind sir uh so she uh shoots an arrow at one of the guys who's aiming for that. They realize where she is, but she's put the helmets up, so it looks like there's more than just her, yeah. which I thought was so brilliant. I love that part. And then uh, she causes them to turn the... Trebuchet. ...around, and it aims at her, which then causes the avalanche. So I liked that story change. Did we ever watch Pumpkin Chunkin' videos? Like the Yes, pumpkin I think we wanted to go. My dad and my brother have always one wanted to One of them go. is, I'll show you what, what the, one of them is like trebuchets, where it's mm. basically a counterweight, and then you let go so that the weight pulls down and pushes the thing and like flips it. Yeah. I'll put some trebuchet videos up. <laughs> on Facebook after so, this. So, another Star Wars reference was when the witch... <laughs> Again, these aren't in the movie Star Wars references. No, this is only just... if you watch the movie with me. <laughs> yes. Uh, the witch comes to, I put in quotes, help her. This is when she's like, join me. Like, we could yes. be stronger together. Join so, me and together. Uh, yeah, this is, this is after... The avalanche battle, because this is how Mulan realizes that they're going for the emperor. And they're fighting on, like, ice over, like, sulfur Sulfur, it was was really cool. I wish I would have understood it better, because I'm like, everything I saw about that was like, oh, it must be warm. And then she's on ice, and I'm like, is it cold? Yeah, it was, but visually it was really stunning. But yeah, you said it's join me to rule the galaxy. Yeah. Duty to protect the emperor. So that was another yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars moment. Uh, well, and then when the Borikon shoots an arrow trying to get Mulan, and then the witch, you know, after realizing this is a woman who is, you know, she's it's a woman is leading the army. Like, you know, like she gets proud of Mulan. She flies up and gets hit by it. And then as she's dying in arms, I'm like, tell your sister you were right you know yes, it feels you like that. when like and the Darth other, Vader is the other moment is she tries to get the witch to be noble she says yes. well you can come with me and that's they're still good they're in still you still good in you I can Father. sense it yes uh, so those were our little Star Wars connections uh, but I felt it too and I think it was because you of the you felt G. it too yes felt the the good in him the good in him no 
I felt the Star Wars references, mostly the the Force and the Chi. It yes. had it had that. <laughs> there was one. There there was one thing where the commander's sitting there talking about Chi, like being a great warrior. And I was like, every time I did Chi, I was like Force, Force, and he's like, warrior. I'm like Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And it's also Donnie Yen who's from uh, in Rogue One, so mm-hmm. there was some of that going on. There was a another Disney story connection when her sword gets like melted into the lava. That's when you were like. Dumbo, you didn't need the feather. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by yourself. Uh, but well, yeah. one more Disney connection when she's being presented to the Emperor. Yes, that was my next yes, note. Yes, there is a someone leading her away, and it is Ming-Na Wen yes. presenting her. And I was like, it was so funny because I was like, who is that? Who? I know, like, I like couldn't get it, it out because you were freaking out. And I was like, I know who that is, but you like freaked out for the both of us. Yeah, was, but yeah, was it was excited. really, it was a very fun cameo. What I really dork. liked that a lot. <laughs> what a dork uh, I am. But, um, you know, this was our roundabout way of, of talking about the story through our notes uh, this time around. But at the end, I like how this happened, too. I like that the emperor offers her a position in the army and she says, you know, I'm trying to be faithful to these virtues and I've not been true to my family. You know, I left under the dark of night and I want to go, I need to go see my family. And so I really liked that. And he recognizes the importance of family. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like, she doesn't come home with anything. So I was wondering, do they even know what she did for China at this point? And I don't know that everybody does. I don't know that her village would have gotten word of what she's done. They may have. I don't know. But I do like that she goes... You know, her sister's really happy to see her. Her father apologizes to her and says, one warrior knows another. And I'm sorry that I made you hide what I saw all this time. Mm -hmm. And then the Imperial Guard, they come. And it's a lot of her comrades. It's a lot of her soldiers who she fought with have all been promoted um, to protect the emperor. And they come with, it's a sword, right? It's like all jade. Yeah, it's an it's a, the the well. I think the the scabbard, or I don't know if that's the correct term, the sheath. Yes, is jade. It's jade, and the three virtues are inscribed, and then on the back, it's something about family, right? Yes, that last one. Uh, so I I liked how I liked how they changed the ending there, and I'm glad that the ancestors didn't have a '90s dance party at the end. <laughs> um, but. Do you want me to go over the the controversy? Well, yeah, I just didn't know. Is there anything else you wanted to cover that you liked or disliked? No, I think we we did. We did pretty good. Like I said, I was I was I was surprised. I thought I was going to be looking at my phone a lot more than I did, and I really yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good watch, and I it's definitely one I would recommend uh, to check out. If you like the story of Mulan, there are a lot of differences, but there are some similarities. So I think more so if you like. Kung Fu movies, samurai movies, I think you will enjoy this. Just to just to clarify, you're not confused. You, you think like martial arts movies. Pretty yes, much. I guess I should yeah. say that. Martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, should I not say? Well, I just don't want to say samurai because it's very specifically Japanese and I don't want to sound like. Yeah, you're, good you're, point. You're I'm not I'm not saying that this is a samurai movie, but yes. I'm saying if you like those styles of movies, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. like martial arts. So you're right. I should have said martial I think this arts. has got like the big, because well, it's also fighting with swords. So that feels a little more samurai. Yeah, but I think if you like those style of movies, yeah. you will enjoy this not only for the stunts, 
that are in it because they're really they're really impressive. Mm-hmm. But it follows, I think, some of those storylines, don't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to go over, you know, I, I don't want to uh, skimp on the, on the controversies. And mm. I don't know that you know all these. So kind of I... if you want to give us... Your impression as I yeah I remember when it came out I remember reading about it but I off the top of my head I I couldn't give you details I will also be honest that I heard like this is a controversy because this is happening and I was like why why don't we like that like you know I I needed to dive into it more Mm -hmm. so I just kind of went okay bad like there was also a lot of stuff I think you know this came out last year there was an election you might remember so I had a lot of other things on my mind so I feel like yeah and COVID was yeah so I feel like worrying about like should I be mad about Mulan was like far on my list far down on my list of things to be upset about um so the first one was there was some criticism because uh, uh some filming took place in the autonomous region of Xinjiang or I think that's how you say it X I N J I A N G um where human rights abuse are taking place there's oh. some i i think it's it's similar to it, this may be what was once tibet i you know there's things talking here about tibetan people um boycotting it but it's it's a place where there's been a lot of human rights violations um and they you know people sent uh you know politicians and uh the human rights foundation sent letters to bob chapek asking about you know, saying like, can you condemn human rights in this area? Especially since if you, in the credits, it says we want to thank the Xinjiang region for allowing, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they're bringing attention to it. Disney's response was, well, there were only a few scenes sent, sent there. The majority of the film was filmed in New Zealand, actually. Oh. Um, which will go into something else there in a little bit. And it's common for movies to thank wherever they filmed at the end. Um, they, they still didn't come out against human rights. So I feel like that's just Disney's way of getting around trying to tackle and like, it's just Disney putting the Disney fying it and trying to like sugarcoat. Well, it wasn't a big deal because of this, this and this. And it's like, well then maybe you shouldn't have shot there. They're Disney. They can shoot anywhere. Well, I know they've got the money. That's that's what I'm saying. So they could shoot anywhere else. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like they had to do it. It's also they have the money, so they'll do it, and then they'll not cover it up, but they'll talk their way out of it. Well, it shows, in my opinion, that they weren't really thinking when they did. There wasn't a lot of thought. Yeah. And when it was brought, sorry, and when it was brought to their attention, they didn't spend the time on it that they probably should have. Yeah. Well, because they don't want to insult China. Yes. Uh, but then it's interesting because, let's see, there's basically China, when they when there was like protests about it, China would, would stop letting them advertise there anyway. So they kind of, the opposite of getting their cake and eating it too. Why ended up happening They were anyway. like, well, we don't want to keep China happy. And then like China pulled a lot of the... The advertising. The advertising. Um, another reason, another controversy has to do with its lack of diversity in its production team. Whereas the movie has a lot of... Chinese American actors and and, and an all Asian cast. That's disappointing because it seems like they went the extra mile in the cast. And so it would have been nice for them to call on locals, depending on where they were filming. It looks like a lot of it was New Zealand. So, but in general, it would have been nice to, to focus that across the board. So I believe that you don't have to be, Chinese to tell a Chinese story. I think there's, you know, I, you know, I, I, I want to say that like I love the diversity we see in these movies and the authenticity that's put into it. Mm-hmm. But 
I also don't want to sound like I'm restricting creative vision, but you can tell the difference between, I think sometimes when people like really put a lot of effort into stuff and when they don't, and when there's no, there's a very, no Asian Americans on the production team, especially when you're, you know, something of, of, of this caliber that means a lot to, I believe the Asian community, especially the Asian American community, I think really liked Mulan. It shows a lack of attention. And I don't want to put that on, say, like the director. I think I think the director did a very good job. Yeah. Um, especially them hiring a woman, I think, makes a big deal. The, 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 the director of Whale Rider, I forgot her name. Nikki Queso? That can't be right. Nikki Caro. So I think that's a good thing. But, like, it's like Taika Waititi made a very good movie about the, the, the Holocaust, even though he wasn't a German. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't German. He wasn't Jewish. Yeah. He made Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I think there's diver- there's 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 ways of people to be authentic and to tell but a good he story. Also probably I don't know this, but from the type of filmmaker he seems to be, right. he probably did his research and there were probably people on his team that had some sort of experience yes. or some sort of connection. If you're trying you can be the mouthpiece for that voice. But you have to have someone. You have like, to have the authentic voice. Somewhere. Yeah, and it doesn't. It sounds yeah. like that's a real issue when the entire production team, like again, Disney could have spent a little extra money to get people there. I know they probably just. It's mostly a New Zealand team because it's in New Zealand. Yeah. But you need to get some authentic voices somewhere other than just on the screen as the actors. You have to have them in, in, in all different, you know, stages of production. Mm-hmm. Um, the final one has to do with with the. Uh, um, this is the one that I recall hearing about, but off the top of my head, I can't remember the specifics about the lead actress, right? Oh, so the other one is the one about the about uh, the one we talked about about mo- getting rid of Lee Shang and how people acknowledged him as an LGBTQ icon, and then he kind of got taken out and divided into two people. Um, they said that it was even more homoerotic in this one. Some people said that. I, I like some people speak. It's like, oh, this no. is going to be an even more, you know, homoerotic. And I, I just didn't get any of that. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of it was so they could cut it out for the Chinese release. Yeah. Um, as we've talked about the issues with with uh, Disney making any sort of gay representation easily editable. Yeah. Um, and the final one is uh, I don't know how to say her name. Uh, y i f e i. L-I-U. On her social media, she uh, shared images dealing with the Chinese Communist Party, uh, their treatment of the um, protests in Hong Kong, specifically, basically, on the side of police brutality against, you know, basically taking the side of China, mm-hmm. even though they were they were showing, you know, there's a lot of issues of police brutality in those protests. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, kind of another thing that as soon as that happened, that took off where it's like, is she, is, you know, is she uh, condoning this behavior? Is she on this side? And it kind of, fe- I, I, I didn't dive into it too much, but it feels like, yes, yeah, she's really pro-China. And was it this. after it was filmed? Yes. I think it was right before it came out. Okay. So it was, that was some stuff that people found. So those are all the controversies kind of going against this. Um, movie we wanted to make sure we gave them some time um and it was one of the first to come out did this come out in the theater or was this one of the first pandemic 
Um, I think it was a pandemic when it came to, to, to it was on Disney premiere or whatever it was. Yeah. I feel like everyone this was, was one of the us. first of, of these. So I think on top of that, I think a lot of people were like, I don't know if I want to spend an extra $30 to watch mm-hmm. a movie. And I don't know that I would have enjoyed it as much if I had, I done that. Yeah. I think if it was in the theater, I would have, cause it would have been on the big screen. And I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I think seeing it's so visually stunning in a lot of ways i think that would have been worth the money i don't know that it would have been worth it for us here at home so i think a lot of our viewers probably did the same thing we did and waited on it what we're saying i think now is yeah it's worth checking out on disney plus um anything else we want to say here i think it's a good time to wrap it up no i i think we covered it and we both enjoyed it i think we both recommend it and we'd also love to hear your thoughts if you have any uh you know how to get a hold of us and if you don't 707 yo trpd1 that's 707 yo trpd1 please give us a call let us know what you think about mulan uh we'd love to to get a mailbag episode going here pretty soon um otherwise please remember to rate review subscribe and tell a friend about our little podcast but uh until next time uh thanks a lot guys take care listeners thanks for listening to tara and ryan's princess diaries If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at TRP Diaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Thank you.